You're listening to Vermont Credit Unions on Air, a service of the Association of Vermont Credit Unions. The largest gathering of credit union leaders in this country is coming up at the end of this month, February. A mainstay among the 5,000 or so attendees attending the CUNA Governmental Affairs Conference in Washington, D.C., is a group of about 58 young credit union professionals coming from 48 states, Africa, Australia, and Ukraine. Those 58 were selected from video applications submitted by 233 applicants. And today, we're fortunate to have Vermont selected GAC Crasher with us. Ming Poon is a financial services assistant at North Country Federal Credit Union. It'll be his first time attending the GAC. And thanks for joining us today, Ming. Thank you, Joe. Um, so, Ming, uh, like I said, it'll be your first time uh, attending the GAC this year, and I think you're relatively new to credit union land. So why don't we start at the very beginning and just tell us something about yourself. You know, what's your background like? So how far back? <laughs> well, uh, maybe maybe don't start out with I was born, <laughs> but maybe yeah, what you do before North yeah. Country. So um, basically before North Country, I had a lot of customer service positions, mainly food service. Um, back when I was in university, I did some peer tutoring, uh, subject mm-hmm. area, subject matter tutoring. So a lot of human interaction, a lot of helping people, you know, with their transactions or their day-to-day stuff uh, related to whatever business I was working in at the time. Um, And then, you know, I decided back in, what was it now, 2021, uh, I kind of wanted to change a pace. So I started looking around for credit unions specifically. I had already been looking for a position in the financial industry at all. Um, but then someone I was working with applied to North Country, and they really seemed to like it there. So I figured, you know, hey, why not? And uh, here we are. Wow. I was going to ask you, and I'm glad you mentioned it, I was going to ask you if you were familiar with credit unions before you applied for the job at North Country. I was generally aware of their existence. Um, I didn't really become aware of the differences between them and more traditional financial institutions such as, you know, the banks in the area. Sure. Um, but I didn't really know much about them. Yeah. So So you weren't ever, you weren't a credit union member already or anything like that? Yeah. I had very recently applied for a loan and gotten approved through a credit union, ah, but I, okay. I didn't really know what the difference was when I applied, just that, right. you know, they had generally better rates and so I, I followed the money, so cool. to speak. Yeah, sure. Well, so like a lot of uh, people, when they first find out about credit unions, they find out maybe not because they're seeking it out, but mm-hmm. because they're looking for some financial service of one sort or another, and credit unions are in the mix along mm-hmm. with community banks and whoever else. And, um, and yeah, you noticed that rates at credit union rates and fees at credit unions are typically better than they are at uh, banks around. Um, so you're right there with everyone else. Um, so... You applied to North Country, and mm-hmm. uh, and you started out as a what was a member advocate one. Cool. Which is the equivalent of it's essentially um, the entry level position for a teller across MSR member service rep. The member advocate one typically performs more traditional teller transactions until about you know six months in when they start getting trained on more. MSR-related functions like account servicing, opening accounts, and stuff like that. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
So you've been at North Country for about a year and a half to two years, somewhere in there now? Two years this April, yep. Cool, great. Well, congratulations on that upcoming anniversary. Mm -hmm. So what do you know about credit unions now that you didn't know when you first applied for the job? Well, the biggest thing I know is I like them much better than banks. Um, I think our members like them much better than customers at banks. Uh, They are much more member-focused, sort of the introductory blurb you get when you first, you know, not literally sign on because there's no contract involved, but when you first join a credit union is, you know, we're very member-focused. We don't have traditional investors or stockholders. We are here to serve our members, and we basically put you know what would traditionally be profits back toward helping members get better rates on savings other deposit accounts loans and so forth awesome yeah awesome um so you think the people that you see anyway dealing with north country credit union are Mm -hmm. happy happy members (laughs) I was going to say customers, not customers, but they're members. But they're, but they're happy about their relationship yeah, with their financial I mean, institution. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be issues that arise. But generally sure. speaking, the vast majority of people I've interacted with are all, you know, they're very happy to be there. And every once in a while, you get someone who's so happy to be there. They're like, yeah, I've been with North Country for 20, 30 years before they were even North Country. And uh, right. they've been very good to me. And I'm... I just never saw a reason to leave. Yeah, and the best promotion for most, most credit unions is that member word of mouth. You know, somebody saying I had a great experience to their neighbor or yeah. relative or, or whatever else. Uh, so that's awesome. Um, so in, in your, I'll say, relatively short time at North Country, coming up on, on two years, mm-hmm. um, what is there anything unique that's – that's come about for you that's you know what's the most challenging thing you think you've had to deal with or most interesting or anything along those kinds of lines whether it's interfacing with members or just a odd situation i think the most challenging thing honestly is the days when it's slow because i enjoy the challenges that sometimes arise not that I'm happy to see members having troubles, but I'm always happy to help them resolve their issues. Interfacing with people. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, sometimes they'll come in with issues that are not directly related to North Country, but do relate to their account in some way. Um, You know, for example, maybe there's a dispute that we can't process because, you know, they did authorize the transaction they need to work with the merchant first, Mm -hmm. you know. So sometimes if the situation warrants it, we can help them make that call and kind of explain how things are you know, for our end, with the member's permission, obviously, um, kind of work through that. And best case scenario, the other side agrees, you know, to resolve it in the member's favor. Worst case scenario, you know, they reached out to the merchant, they did their, uh, they did the prereqs, and we can proceed with the dispute. Right. So. Right. And that's a complicated area with lots of regulatory uh, hoops and hurdles and whatnot when you're talking about uh, transactions and and disputes and so on and so forth. Yeah, there's an entire department dedicated to just uh, processing those things. So... So the people that that you're talking to, Mm -hmm. they're not, or you can't expect them to understand all of what underlies all of that. They just know, hey, my card did work, my card didn't work, whatever, and fix it. No, I'd like it to you to fix it. Basically, yeah. I mean, you know, there are the 
the members who know a bit more about the process. Maybe they're, you know, former industry insiders sure. or so forth. But typically speaking, yeah, they're not particularly familiar. So oftentimes it will be like, well, okay, I, I authorize this charge, but I don't want to go through. How come I can't do that? Yeah, and then, right. you know, we try to explain it to them and hopefully get it resolved one way or another in their favor. Do our best, do the best we can by them at least. Right. So along those kinds of lines, you know, people's awareness of, of what's going on behind the scenes. In your uh, short time at North Country, the, and the, the members that you have to interface with, um, do you sense that um, the people that you've dealt with, members, um, understand why their credit union feels maybe different than the bank down the street? Do they understand that a credit union, your credit union specifically, is a cooperative, or is, are they just there because of the rates and fees and because you pay attention to them? I mean, you get a mix and match. Generally speaking, I think they understand that the credit union is more willing to work with them mm-hmm. to resolve any issues that arise or to avoid issues arising in the first place. Um, I think they get that, you know, we're much more member focused in that sense, but also in the sense of, you know, not charging the fees and stuff like that. Um, But we do definitely have some members who are much more, you know, credit union aware. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they're the outlier or not, um, but they kind of know how it works. The focus on members, the returning what would be profits back into rates and so forth, yeah. and just the general, the credit union movement as a whole, right. like being, well, I keep saying member focused, but I mean, it is member focused. Yeah. And then, you know, sure. typically more local or more focused on a group. Um, just a lot more friendly too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like you have a great handle on credit union philosophy and treatment of members. But the reason that we're here mm-hmm. is because you are Vermont's um, selected representative to the Crash the GAC program, program Crash program at the GAC, I guess it is. Um, and so tell us, how'd that come about? How'd you find out about it? How'd you or get attracted to it or, you know, whatever? So in my first year at the credit union, Um, I joined a small group um, that was looking for more members at the credit union. They call them, I think, Next Generation Young Professionals. Mm -hmm. Um, There are similar groups, you know, for other credit unions as well. Um, And they kind of outline some of the opportunities that arise, some of the events that are often attended um, by individuals from the credit union. Crash the GAC was one of them. The ABCU conference was also one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Feline's, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the Feline course is also one of them. Uh, I didn't apply my first year just because I was still getting my bearings, sure. having joined a credit union just recently. I did attend the ABCU conference. Having attended the ABCU conference, I found that to be very interesting, very informative. I. I will not lie and say that I absorbed all of it, but I did my very best to uh, take in what I could. Mm -hmm. And then we got the reminder that the Crash the GAC application deadline was coming up in December, and I was just like, yeah, I think I'd like to go to this this year. It sounds like 
sounds like an excellent opportunity. Sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Um, just all around something I would hate to pass up. Right. And since I was transitioning from the member advocate role to the financial services assistant role uh, shortly, I figured, you know, I may not have this kind of opportunity in the future to be so closely situated to members. Um, and it might, I mean, not fade away, but it won't have as much direct relevance. And I sure. might not, you know, it might not be the same kind of opportunity as just coming fresh off the, the teller line, as it were. If that makes any sense at all. It certainly makes sense. And, you know, while you were explaining all of that, the thought occurred to me that, hey, you started this position with North Country smack in the middle of a pandemic. Um, yes. And so when you mentioned uh, about uh, not going or not not applying to go to the crash program at last year's GAC, but you did go to ABCU's convention weekend. Um, so last year in 2021 was our first wasn't really post COVID, but our first in-person event, because the year before we couldn't have it in mm -hmm. person. Um, and the GAC last year, I believe was the first uh, in-person post COVID before that it was virtual as well. So, um, so good timing on, on your part, starting when you, when you did. Although that probably was a whole, I mean, that's another issue we didn't get into, but starting a new job amidst COVID and where you're having to deal with people and whatnot probably had its own set of oddities, I won't say challenges, but oddities about it, um, no, you know, different than probably what it's like today, even. Um, so I, I pulled off a little description of the CRASH program off the, the CRASH website uh, for the GAC. And the description is that it's a nonstop career-changing program for young professionals like yourself, providing opportunities to build industry knowledge and connections in ways not otherwise available, an amazing networking opportunity and the chance to advocate for the CU difference to policymakers firsthand. Um, so, so you applied, but had you, uh, besides reading or hearing uh, you know, little descriptions like that, had you heard anything more uh, about it that enticed you to apply, or did anybody, you know, encourage you to apply, or was it just um, that it sounded like the right thing to do? Yeah. So the YP group, the Young Professionals group right. uh, in North Country, had several individuals who had attended, and also other members of the credit union. Well, uh, not members, uh, employees of the credit union had also yeah. gone in the past. Um, so the the sort of de facto head of the YP group. Uh, had been and she described it as you know just this incredible experience this incredible opportunity and she encouraged all of us to apply you know we might not get to go you know the first time we applied but nonetheless it uh just a great chance to kind of experience that and from everything i spoke to her about regarding the gac the crash the gac uh event uh, i suppose we'll call it and from the other employees, the other staff, you know, it just sounded, it sounded perfect. Great. And I just, uh, so I just went ahead and I applied and here we are. So I didn't have a program like this when I was starting out uh, a few moons ago. Um, but, um, but I have witnessed this group of 50, 60 people, um, different faces, um, but each year at the JAC, because I'm fortunate to go to the JAC every year, and uh, and they seem to be quite active. I don't know if anybody, um, 
how much you got clued in by your counterparts in North Country that have been through it before. But it sounds like there's not a lot of sleep involved <laughs> in the schedule, uh, and it sounds like you're on the go all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, so uh, I th- you're going to have to, um, you know, stock up on your sleep in advance and, and recuperate when you get back and be prepared for, yes, like you said, a flood of information uh, about credit unions and about, uh, you know, advocacy. Uh, and that's really what it's, what it's all about at the GAC is, you know, federal and state advocacy, both at the legislative and regulatory uh, levels. Um, so what do you... Is, is there anything you've heard from people that you're you're looking forward to? I mean, <laughs> I'm looking forward the most to just meeting the individuals, the crashers, just everybody. Like, there's 48 states and several other countries. That's right. You don't always get that kind of opportunity to meet people from literally across the world who are participating in the same credit union, you know, movement. Um, I just... Much much less uh, in one place at the same time. Exactly. Right. I mean, sure, there are online forums and stuff, but this is... It's a one-of-a-kind thing, and... I, and, of course, I'm also excited just to be in the nation's capital. Uh, I have not been there before in my entire life, unless you count layovers in Washington. Um, <laughs> it's just... it's everything well i hope you're able to set aside a few minutes to uh to go take a look around dc um at some point during your stay there and i hope we have nice weather while you're there too because uh, it's we've seen it both ways we've seen it with uh, being from vermont it's almost entertaining when you see like one inch of snow on the ground and what happens with the locals uh, when they have to deal with that uh, but we've seen cherry blossoms too before so it goes both ways um so um Thank you for. Is, is there anything I've left out about the crash program or about your background or anything that you think we should touch on for folks? I don't think there's anything specific. I mean, I think the crash the GAC program is. It sounds amazing, and personally, my pardon is going to be minuscule in comparison. I don't. Uh, I've never really been too focused on myself, so I. I, I think we've covered everything that I would cover for myself well it's a little unfair of us to be doing this interview with you before you go to to Washington and the GAC and talking about what you're going to that you haven't been to before Um, so I hope we get a chance to connect with you either on the tail end down there or when we both come back uh, to find out what your impressions were of that event and you know whether you'd recommend that others go but based on the recommendations of others that you work with that have been and from other credit unions um, I th- I'm pretty sure you're going to be coming back raving about it and saying what a great experience it was and you'd recommend for anybody else to go to. I can't imagine any other outcome. Hey, can I ask you a few, uh, I guess I'll call it like human interest questions. Sure. Um, and so just off the cuff, whatever comes to your mind first, just so people can get a little bit more feel about you besides the credit union stuff that we've talked about. Got a favorite type of music? Oh, geez. Um <laughs> Honestly, just kind of whatever TV soundtrack I've been, you know, watching. TV is... show soundtracks, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, hey, Running Up That Hill was featured in Stranger Things. I mean, it's it's a good song, so <laughs> I, I don't think I'm doing too badly. Okay, awesome. All right, well, let's shift gears. What about um, 
What's your favorite kind of food, let's say? Favorites. I I enjoy a wide variety of food. I know that's not really an interesting answer. Um, let's go with pancakes. Pancakes, okay. And and I hope those pancakes have Vermont maple syrup on them and not Mrs. Butterworth. But Is there any other kind? <laughs> and what about chocolate? Uh, milk or dark? Depends. How healthy am I trying to be? Typically milk. Uh, okay. Sometimes sometimes dark. Cool. Okay. And uh, so two more. What about... Um, if you could have, if you could be driving today on the street, any kind of car that you want, any kind of vehicle that you want, uh, price aside, what kind of car would it be, you think? Hmm, well, this is Vermont, so probably oh, not a right. full electric, but a hybrid vehicle like the one I'm driving now, a Ford Fusion, although they've discontinued that particular model. But. Good car, very practical, but I, good, good car. I like it. Um, and if you could, so this one's a little more thought-provoking, if you could... Um, have time with, whether it's dinner or just conversation or whatnot, with any, uh, I'll call it famous personality, living or dead, who do you think it might be? Oh, geez. You know, with my aptitudes being more geared towards science and mathematics, you might expect me to say someone like Einstein, um, but I'm going to go with William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Wow. Yeah, the bard. Awesome. Um, I, I would have, with the more uh, science-y kind of background, I would have expected... Um, uh, what is it? His name? Um, the guy you? Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank. Um, he's on talk shows and whatnot, but he's uh, usually wears. A, he's a scientist, um, but he's somewhat humorous. Wears a, usually like a paisley kind of vest kind of thing and a tie. Um, and um, Degrassi. Tyson, yes, Neil Neil Degrassi. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Neil Degrassi. I don't. Maybe he's not sciencey enough. Enough though. I don't know. But he's very sciencey. I would not <laughs> mind. I'm. I was thinking historical figures, though. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, well, William Shakespeare is certainly a great choice. Uh, well, thank you, Ming, for joining me this afternoon. Uh, that's uh, It's been a great conversation, and I hope everyone's gotten to learn a little bit more about you. And like I said, I hope we connect after the JC to learn a little bit more about your impressions of how you think it went. I would very much look forward to that. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. And for everyone listening, we've reached the end of this Vermont Credings on Air podcast and hope you found it interesting. Hear all of our previously recorded podcasts by searching for Vermont Credings on Air in the iTunes store, soundcloud.com, or in your favorite podcast player. If you have ideas for a podcast on something you'd like to hear about, send it to podcast at vermontcreditunions.coop. Until next time, this is Joe Bergeron with Ming Poon. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.